Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. The off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here. So welcome to episode 129. It is a lovely Tuesday evening here in McKinney, Texas. For those of you who don't know, that is north of Dallas. We're not really Dallas people anymore. We like to live north of that area. Steven, he lives way east. or where, where do you live? East east of Dallas? We'll call it east, yeah. Northeast of Dallas. So that's, you know, we're, we're around Dallas, but whatever. So we're in McKinney, Texas. It's a, it's a good Tuesday evening here. I'd say the weather's actually pretty nice. We've been getting some decent amount of rain. Um, I don't know how many of you guys out there in the world had a good, fantastic Memorial Day weekend, but I know that, uh, we did here at the Seat Time crew. Um, I got neutered this past Friday. So I spent all of my Memorial Day weekend saying thank you for your service, men and women, for everything you've done. I'm going to take a frozen bag of peas and keep it on my testicles while they are black and blue and just no fun for anybody. Uh, so that was interesting. So what you've stumbled across if you're watching us live this evening is Seat Time. We are the online show for the off-road enthusiast. If you enjoy anything that has to do with motorcycles, maybe even quads, we'll let you in the room. Uh, and you happen to, uh, you know, bench race and beer drink with your buddies after the fact, maybe before, but, you know, keep that to a minimum or just don't tell me about it, then you've definitely found the right show. If for some reason you're not watching us live, you can definitely find us archived uh, on YouTube or on our website, which is seattime.co. And, of course, you can subscribe to us for audio only. If you think I'm disgusting looking and you don't want to stare at my face, we are on Stitcher and iTunes. You can search for two words, Seat Time. And if you want to make it really succinct, a pintful of awesome will fit in there as well, and that'll help, you know, your search trickle down and make things much better. So if you didn't notice, we are brought to you by the fine folks over at Fly Racing, huge, huge supporters of not just off-road but Sea Time as well. We definitely appreciate their support. The guys over at Stillwell Performance—they're suspending us and making all of our dirt bike awesomeness extremely smooth. If I could only ride better, it would make their job easier. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. And uh, the guys over at Fast Company and Dirt tricks, uh, making all of the little all the little awesome assets on our bike that much cooler and uh, more effective because those guys create some great products. So if you support Seat Time, please go check them out. We of course thank them for their support of the show. Um, we are on the Facebook, on Twitter, on iTunes, or what is it, Instagram? All the stuff the kids are on. I have to figure that out anyway for work, so I figure why not have a Seat Time account for it? So we do all that because it's fun and we like you. Um, man, it seems like there's something else, Stephen. I don't know. But again, happy Memorial Day, episode 129. Let's just have some fun here. So this is one of those times where I've kind of, we've talked a lot of racing this year, and we're going to be coming into a summer break, and I figure, you know, let's start to kind of see what else is out there. Um, things are going to slow up for us as we hit the summer a little bit. So let's talk to some different people in the industry that have things going on, neat information that people want to know about. One of those was the release of Meta. Um, sure, this magazine is not off-road specific, but that does not mean that anybody who is off-road only and thinks Moto's weird could not enjoy it. There's so much in this premium subscription magazine uh, for anybody in the two-wheeled world, and I think even beyond, can get a lot out of this. So what we did is we've had Wes Williams on before when we talked a little bit about video and things like that from Verb Media Group. Well, we're going to talk to Andrew Campo, who, for those of you who do not know, is the business person behind Verve Media Group. We might figure that out later. We might not. It depends. 
But we're going to talk with him tonight a little bit about Meta. I think that there's there's some explaining to do, if you will, um, and possibly even we might be able to give a copy away. So pay attention for how that all unfolds. But as we get into it, I have to ask Mr. Andrew Campo, how is your evening going, kind sir? Um, Brian, first off, thanks for having me. Uh, I like your show. It's always <laughs> full of character, and uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here and talk about Meta. It's been a, been an exciting couple of weeks with the launch of the magazine, and um, we're just uh, I don't know, taking a break. This this feels good to be on the show. Cool, man. Well, yeah, we really appreciate it. I know. Just with having talked with you guys while we were helping you create a little bit of the, the video teaser that y'all put out um, and then all the stuff that you guys had traveling across the country. Um, and I can imagine the learning curve to go to print has got to be something considering how long you guys have been, I, I would say, Internet only for a while. So, I mean, now that you're getting a chance to sit back, what are some of the things that you think you did absolutely right and some of the things that you had no idea what you were getting yourself into while you know, going into this endeavor called Meta? Well, first off, it's, um, I want to say it's somewhat fail-safe, you know, print, printing Meta. It's, uh, of course, and there, there's, there's a big price tag when you print a, a magazine, or we like to even call it just a print collection because it's very non-standard, but, you know, there, there's a large investment, but, uh, and we're we're a okay in that area, you know. It's um, on the business side of things. It, it's time is now for Meta. Um, you know, everything we we've done have we've always kind of gone against the grain um, in the tradition of media platforms. You know, when we started publishing 2007 online, um, you know, good luck, kid. You know. Uh, there was no such, such thing as a, an ad budget for, for sites at that time. Um, but, you know, we had a strategy and we had a vision and we published with an online strategy from day one. And I think, uh, you know, it's paid off over the years, um, enough so that it's allowed us to, you know, invest in Meta. And, uh, and I think our, our readership on Verb, you know, it, that allows us to market a, a new product. But um, as far as publishing and learning the ropes, um, quite a few of us have experience in the publishing world from the past, and myself included. Uh, the key, I think, to Meta is, um, again, strategy. Uh, it's creating a different environment. Um, I think what we've done, for anybody that hasn't seen the book, uh, we've created a spread only. Everything's a spread from you know, your, your first ad, congrats to Anderson, to yeah. you know, this beautiful feature, Heaven on Earth. Uh, every page is an ad. So this isn't, this isn't really an ad-driven um, uh, of course, our advertisers, you know, we, we appreciate them greatly, and and um, it's limited. You know, it's not we don't have a ton of ad space available in the book. So we're trying to keep it um, you know, with the user in mind. So, with that being said, one of the <laughs> we made a lot of decisions. I think that wouldn't traditionally be made when putting that together. Uh, we approached. Um, 
our partners uh, told them, hey, look, we want this. Um, you, your ad needs to be you know, based off of heritage and um, you know, brand history. And, and it's not about a new colorway, if you will. And um, the designers from around the industry, they were really stoked at that opportunity. And we've, uh, I don't know, I think we've got a, a lot of beautiful ads and everybody did an amazing job. But it's, um, we hope that that is a place for our ad partners to celebrate the brands in a different manner, um, not necessarily try to, to sell a specific product, but you know, be involved with a high quality create premier position. So it's uh, you're seeing a little less and less of that uh, real estate available. Yeah, so, so that's what we did. We created something that has a strategy with the user. And, you know, in this first issue, there's uh, 120 pages and probably 14 ads total. So uh, yeah, it was funny. My wife got a copy uh, this evening and was... Uh, asking me about the fly ad, which is on the second page, which I really love. And uh, she didn't understand it was an ad. And uh, she was asking me, yeah, who wrote this? And I said, well, fly wrote this, you know, this is actually an ad. And uh, you know, that put a smile on my face. So. Yeah, I no, guess and I, I turn to it because I have got my copy right here, and I would absolutely completely agree. I mean, if you look at this, like, I don't know if you can see this a little bit better just here. I mean, it really, I read this whole thing, and I was just kind of like, oh, cool, what's this saying about Weston Pike? And then I read the whole thing. I was like, it didn't say anything about Weston Pike. And then I kind of stepped back and looked at the whole spread for a second, and I was like, this is an ad. Like, I, it didn't even click, like, when I first realized. I was like, and it was perfect because... It was so well done that it completely drew me in, and I wanted to read it. I, I mean, I read it before I even realized, oh, it's an ad. So I think when people would think, oh, it's an ad, you might kind of tentatively want to skip over things sometimes or maybe just kind of breeze through it. But, you know, you get, because of the fact that you guys, the way you did it with the spreads and the advertising like that, um, it doesn't come across feeling an ad like that. And so you really do get drawn in. And I haven't. There's nothing in here that makes me go, oh, God, I don't want to see that. Like, everything is super high quality and extremely top-notch. And you, you took a bunch of the pictures, too, didn't you, or at least a handful of them? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't really credit myself as a photographer. Uh, I, would, I would say you're a photographer. <laughs> it, it, well, I would actually say you're a published photographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I definitely contributed to the book, and... As did everybody that, uh, you know, all my partners, um, Ryan Swaberg, our, our senior photographer at uh, Verbe, and has a beautiful photo feature in there. Um, ben Giese, Wes Williams, uh, Wiley Watson, and the, the list goes on. Um, uh, Chelsea, um, Bulmer, David Bulmer, I think, killed it with the Africa piece. Um, again, just going back to maybe... I got a little nervous when I first got on. I think I'm calming down a little bit. But to talk more about meta and, and like the strategy behind it, uh, I think I can answer both of your questions. It's uh, you know, the business strategy, back, back to advertisers. Um, first off, I always consider those guys my, my partners in a big way. Uh, I would try to work as closely as possible with each one. But um, you know, the idea here is there's, there's not a read in here that's not... Evergreen or Timeless, 
know, so it's staying power. It's the idea of creating a collection that you want on your coffee table that you're going to pick up, you know, three years from now, and you're going to re- you're going to look at that fly out again, or you're going to read these articles again. Um, it's about being independent as publishers. Uh, absolutely love some of the. I'll do a real quick peek, but Hurlings and Machine Gun. Yeah. I don't think we're going to that anywhere else. You know, that's that's because we can do those kind of things. And we've been really blessed to be able to create and live a lot of the stories that are in Volume 1. Um, and we've done that through hard work, you know, getting to where we got referred. So, um, you know, and we, we decided with Meta, this will give us the opportunity to slam on the brakes and not bypass so many great stories because... Online, we're publishing for today, and um, you know that 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 uh, whole online thing's getting gnarlier because it's now about you know pretty much publishing up to the minute, you know, with all the new social trends that that go on. So, if anything, that is a huge um, deep breath. You know, it's it uh, it's allowed we've got it spaced out by anyone right now to where. We can take time and really focus on these features, and um, you know, there's. Uh, I, I love it. It's only going to get better from here. I think this was a valiant effort. Um, the response has been insanely good. We've got great partners behind us and some marketing stuff that we're doing right now with the Golden Ticket giveaway. Um, I think those Tiger uh, helmets are super awesome, but um, we're going to continue to. Come up with great, great, great ideas um, to continue the golden ticket. So, yeah. has anybody won that yet? I know that that was. I know Wes said he was going to pick somebody from the early subscribers, and then somebody from the the, the later on in the later subscribers. So, did he? Did, has that ticket for the early subscribers already been sent out? Do you know? Um, I do know it has been sent out, and um, yeah, you subscribe, so you got a tracking message. Um, you know when the magazine's going to arrive. So uh, I do know that um, there is a winner that should arrive, should be on a check Instagram right now. If it's, uh, it's out there and it should be in somebody's mailbox today. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I want to see that happen. And now that's a, that's really I I uh, I, uh, I like to see. I, I'm one of those dudes that likes to give a little bit more than I receive and. You know, to see people, you know, get stuff. I mean, you're getting a, a Bell Carbon 9, and that, that helmet's still at Bell. You know, that uh, whoever wins that ticket's going to let us know, and, and then we'll get their helmet size and, you know, get shipped down to Tagger, and it's hands-on love, you know, what he does. It's super sick. Um, I'll be honest, there was a helmet created for the giveaway, and... Uh, lucky winner on that one so uh, <laughs> when I started thinking about this contest I I got a carbon motor nine and uh, you know I, I'm uh, I'm more of a flat black helmet dude and not all about stickers and uh, graphics and stuff I'm just kind of low-key when it comes to that and I've never even had a custom helmet and had one sitting in the box and said okay hey let's do a golden ticket so uh, <laughs> I had the helmet ready and left out on that one, but um, so I have one, and uh, it's beautiful. 
but to know that Tag's going to take that, um, rework three more helmets for three people, at the end of the day, you know, that's a $1,200-$1,300 helmet you're going to put on your head, and it's going to, you know, it's going to have the, whatever they want, their name and number, or hashtag, or, or whatever. Um, it's just going to be a very personal thing uh, from both Tag and myself and Bell, um, or Meta and Bell. And so, stoked on that. So hopefully, I'll, ch- I'll check my, I don't want to be on my phone, um, but we'll check Instagram real quick, see if anybody's... While you're doing that, I want to, we're going to switch to my feed, and I, I just, I, I hate to do this, but everybody knows that uh, I'm into women, you know, that's fine. Um, and so I want to show my favorite, I guess is an ad, I really don't know, it could be just a showcase of Fox stuff with a sexy woman, but her name is Chantel Parker, and uh, this is definitely, which was the better one here, so that is definitely my favorite ad in here. Um, if anybody did happen to see the Reed Meta um, Instagram, this is actually the one where she's got like the tank top on and she's kind of pulling it down and she's got like side boob, but like side boob that's like aggressively horny side boob, like all kinds of awesome side boob. And so that's, I even texted Andrew, I was like, I need to meet her. Like, holy crap. Just, I want to high five her and be like, good job on looking awesome in that picture. And she's in here and I got even more than I bargained for. Um, so that's one reason. And another reason is uh, I, I was blown away, um, and somehow I missed it when it was posted originally on the Kirk Caselli Foundation uh, website, but the piece that Megan Blackburn has on Caselli um, is phenomenal, absolutely amazing. Um, if you haven't read it, you need to get Meta to read it, and if you don't even do that, at least check it out on the Kirk Caselli website because that is a fantastic piece. It, it, it's so... It's so good and so true and so from the heart. Uh, when I first read it from Megan, I, I was angry with her. I was like, I can't believe you can write. Like, this is just mind-blowing. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's natural for you? Damn it. <laughs> it just was perfect, you know, for Kurt and you know, all the people around Kurt. And you know, he just had such a massive touch. And um, she, did a, she did a beautiful job. And uh, yeah, I, I'm extremely proud of her. Yeah, Megan's a, a really passionate person when it comes to, to off-road. Um, she's uh, almost almost too into it, you know? Right. She, she, she rides more than any of the dudes in her. Um, you know, we're, we're all in the work zone right now, but, uh, yeah, she did a phenomenal job. Um, you know, we, we had the help of a lot of people with imagery, Wiley Watson, uh, Taylor Creative Group, Drew Ruiz, um, this whole piece came together very nice. I appreciate you uh, uh, bringing that feature up in particular because I think it does. It speaks to you know motorcyclists in general. I mean, this is Kurt Cassell, and it's just it was a beautiful tribute. Yeah, I stoked. Yeah, but uh, I, I thought I, it's neat too how I, you guys break out all kinds of different aspects. Like, there's so much in here that I think people don't realize happens in the motorcycle industry. Um, and I, one of the ones that really, uh, like I, I, I zoned in on because of the fact that I'm a huge fan of him outside of the motorcycle industry is the one that you have with Aaron Gwynn. Um, he rides for Specialized now. He used to ride for Trek World Racing, a big, huge World Cup downhill racer. Um, he's a past dirt bike racer. Like he's been, I think he's even been to Loretta Lynn's a couple times. Uh, by no means was he winning titles, but, uh, 
you know, a well-known dirt biker in the Southern California area, kind of up-and-comer amateur, and then became a huge mountain bike. Uh, so it's like, holy crap. Like, I love that kind of stuff. There's so much more that goes on, I think, in the industry that you guys touch base on, or just even little pockets that don't typically get touched on too much, um, which I thought was really neat. I'm going to circle back. I'm going to go back to what you're looking at, Chantel Parker. Go on. First, tell her that you're creeping pretty hard. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm creeping right. really hard. Um, secondly, it's not a box ad. Um, you'll, see, you'll see this section throughout the book. It's called She. Um, boxes, and they're, they're not an advertiser in the book. Um, we just happened to, they got, they got a really bitching apparel line. And, um, so we wanted to work with, with brands and we reached out to Fox and said, hey, we really like your recruitment and stuff. Um, same with Volcom and same with DC. You know, uh, all three of those brands are, are, you know, not some advertisers in the book, but, um, you know, we wanted to work with those brands because those clothes worked right for those photo shoots. So what those are are basically, you know, offering for dudes like you that are super horny that want to want to open up that page and, and see hot chicks. And I think uh, you know we don't want to go too risky, but we want to we wanted to steer away away from you know bikinis and dirt bike stands and toolboxes and stuff, you know, and create something that was I, don't know, I think it celebrates fashion and women in a, in a pretty cool manner. And uh, I think it's really good for the brands that that are involved in those shoots and. Um, I don't know. We're definitely all about hot chicks or some of my staff is. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with a hot chick every now and again thrown in there. <laughs> That's okay. Easy. He's uh, our director of hot chicks, and I, I've got to give him accolades. Um, he worked on these shoes, all three of them. Um, he's our art director and, and just an amazing person in general. But his, his official title is uh, director of hot chicks. <laughs> I like it. That's what I want to move towards. Um, so uh, I know we're going to be talking in a little bit about different types of races that are coming up. So, But right now, since we're talking meta, we've got some people in the chat room that are like, Funky Chicken. I was like, that's coming up. That's coming up. We're talking about meta right now. Um, I kind of wanted to know, for for those that have maybe not really learned much about it, so they can go to readmeta.com. Is that the website? And then I know you guys have tabs on Verb as well. Uh, yeah, you can um – you can access Meta subscriptions through the Verb shop. So there's a shop tab on Verb, um, and, and you'll find Meta within the store. We're using one store for all of it. Um, there's a site called readmeta.com, and that's where you go to subscribe. Um, single single copies are $12. Or, um, we're doing a biannual collection, we call it. So this is a, a volume one, volume two, slated to come out late October, early November. Um, we're trying to f- figure out that time window right now because of both classic events, and uh, we've got a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in the same uh, uh, same fall window. But I think it's these will end late October, early November, volume two will. So uh, subscription, what we call it for uh, for uh, two volumes, is twenty dollars. Um, they're a little heavy. People are like five dollars for shipping, but they're you know over yeah. a pound. Pound and a half, and they're not. Yeah, it is, this is not shipping. You know, a seat time T-shirt. This is shipping something pretty serious. This is, and this is. I think what what a lot of people too is like you just don't realize is that not only is it kind of thick, but the it's it's like very 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 nice intricate um, paper. Uh, I know that sounds stupid, me saying that, 
but it's one of those things that once you hold it, then you go, oh, okay, like you get it, like you understand once you touch it and once you get all up in there and caress it a little, you understand kind of what's going on here. You know, you just maybe one finger down the back, maybe two, you know, you don't, you could switch it up a little, but you're going to feel how dirty this thing is in a good way. And it's a good time. We're going up. I, um, wait, when you go up in agency, you have to go up as signature. And uh, for volume two, I know that we're we're going up at least to 128 pages, um, if not 136. So the the book itself is um, is only going to get. Like, I love it. I love volume one. I don't think it will ever get any better than volume one because you know this is our our baby. Um, but it's not perfect, and uh, nothing ever will be. But uh, as we grow these, they're just gonna. Wait, we're working with a really rad printer that um, I don't know the relationships there, and it's super important because we're gonna be able to change up papers. Um, uh, uh, in, in, uh, there's just so many different options that we can do with the book as as we continue to evolve it. So um, it's gonna be a really cool. Well, uh, one thing I think that would help make meta just a tad bit more perfect, I know as you said it can't be perfect, but you know you can keep working towards it, is is stuff with seat time in there. I really think that you know some pictures of me and Steven at our adventure on the way to Big Buck, something like that, because it's Woody and Steven's you know arrive and ride adventure. It's it's taken completely out of context from Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So we're your guys. If you need fluff. For like eight to ten pages, dude, we can take pictures of some cool stuff, and <laughs> it'll be—it'll totally be like the index of crap. <laughs> well, I, I will say that uh, since the first day I ever had a conversation with you, I've, uh, I've admired you. You're, you're a, a crafty fellow with a, quite the imagination. So, uh, you know, and we want good reads in here. Let me tell you that. You know, that's a uh, that's. There are a lot of words in this book, and uh, you know, people don't have time to slam on the brakes and read anymore. You know, I know I know more about analytics and people's habits uh, than most, and uh, yeah, which sucks and, sometimes. Yeah, so I didn't want to put together a picture book either. I wanted to make sure this was backed up with some some solid words. But it's a you know, Meta's definitely our roots from motocross. We came up. You'll read um, You'll read all that, but it. You know, all of us are, are motorcyclists at heart. It's the love of two-wheel type of book. And, uh, yeah, so there's room for off-road stuff in there. There always will be. Um, except, I, I don't know what I'm saying. That's uh, all right. No, well, yeah, I think, I, yeah, if we at Sea Time, uh, we no, like to have fun. And if uh, we could fit any of our fun in there for you guys, you just let yeah, us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where we get with it. Um, that was a that was a no. That was a nice yeah. no, though. I I appreciate it. You just didn't be like you stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know how much you guys charge for uh, animation graphics. So having you write something that put us out of business. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, when you do shit really good, you do shit really good. You should, awesome. you should see what I charge for pictures of my junk, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I heard that stuff floating around on that. Twitter <laughs> on the Twitter. No, it's funny. I did. I, since I just got neutered, I, I seriously almost did it. I was like, because it got, yeah, well, I got three babies and I am done. The the baby bacon factory is closed. But it's seriously like, 
When your testicles swell up to be like the size of, of a small grapefruit to a large racquetball, and then like there's no black and blue, it's just black, that's when oh. you're like, whoa, whoa, like you, that's some serious shit, man. God. I should be drinking beer like I am drinking that Dasani water. Uh, Gotta stay hydrated, man. There's water in beer. I drank some good beers this weekend. I went up to Colorado to uh, Schaefer's wedding, the youngest of the Schaefer boys, Kyle, uh, Race Weeby, and and um, they do more than that. They kicked ass in Baja this year. But, uh, went up there and, and had some Dale's Pale Ale. Yeah. Uh, took a nice photo of it and sit near the river and send it over to my buddy Dale at Fly. So I, I did get my speed time in this weekend a little bit. But I had to behave some too. I was the wedding photographer. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. So, Meta, it's bitching. You need to go figure out a way to get yourself a copy. Read Meta.com or go check out VerbMoto.com. Easiest ways for you to subscribe. Or as he said, you could buy your one-off copies. But we're going to do you one better. It's not an instant gratification. There's no way to go download a copy. But we're going to give everybody a chance to win a copy, not a subscription, but just a copy of uh, the first volume here. So what we're going to have everybody do, we're going to post this on Instagram, we're going to post this on Twitter, it says that you guys get first dabs at it if you would like to do it now. So we know, we tried to work it out, and we think we have at least three of the names correct. Corey Grafunder, Taylor Robert, and Cody Webb competing in Erzberg, right, uh, not right now, but currently, which will be ending by this weekend. So what we're going to have you guys do is we want you all to pick the order that they're going to come in and where they're going to finish. So, And obviously, it's who's going to be the closest. If you think Cody Webb's going to win, Taylor Roberts is going to be second, Cody Grafunder is going to be third, blah, blah, blah. That's how it's going to work. Obviously, it's respective to those placements. Um, and we want to know, like, if you think Cody Webb's really going to win it, he's first, and where did Taylor Roberts finish? Where did Cody Grafunder finish? Um, and I think that's going to be a fun way for those of you who are, like, very tentative Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to spend the money on Meta. Mm, it's nice. I think it's cool. Don't worry, Chantel Parker's hot. I want her, but I'm not going to buy Meta. Well, this is a chance for you to get out there, and so you're going to tweet us at seattime underscore co or on Instagram at seattime. And what we're going to do is we're going to tag in the Verb guys and all the Read Meta guys, and that way they can get involved as well, and we can tell you how dumb you are for your really poor um, choices. But at the same time, you're probably going to have better ones than us. So that's how you can get yourself a copy. If any of that didn't make sense, listen to it backwards on repeat. And it's just like all the correct words in order. And uh, I just got done uh, helping Taylor. Um, him and I are pretty good pals, and I built him a new website the other day. It's uh, taylorrobert33.com. And it uh, has a, a live feed for his Instagram there on his social page. So. Um, it's a pretty bitch inside. I like it. It's a good place to maybe see what's happening at Erzberg. So maybe head over there and check it out there. Awesome. Yeah, and of course, somebody in the chat room wants to say that Corey Grafunder is, is Canadian, not American. And it's like, eh, yeah, I mean, that's true. He's, you know, Grafunder from down under, but he's really Canadian living in the States. We'll just go with it. He looks he looks American. The you know? Canadians are proud, man. They want their people, Yeah. That's fine with me, though. They can have them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love everybody. All right. Well, Mr. Hey. Andrew Campo, we really appreciate your time for you coming on the show this fine evening, taking some time away from your family as you guys pack up and move to other other ventures in life, uh, if you will, on the homestead. So 
wrap us up. Tell us where again, where everybody can find out more information and uh, go get yourself a beer instead of that water. That sounds good. Um, again, it's readmeta.com. Um, do do pick it up. It, it's something different. It's uh, yeah, I think it's going to be remembered as as something different and and something really good for the sport. So um, check out readmeta.com. Um, do check out Verb as well because we'll be announcing more giveaways uh, for subscribers. And uh, yeah, that that's about it. Um, it's going to tell you um, you need to you need to learn more about Weeby Racing because Weeby kicks ass. Um, I go to a lot of off-road events and I have over the years. And I'm going to say that this side of the Mississippi, Weeby is the best series out there for off-road. It's just killer, killer. I just put a video on Verb Off-Road right before I got on the show from the last Weeby event. Oh yeah, that was the one that Motorsport.com just put out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just loaded it up. But yeah, but and shout out to Motorsport.com. You know, they've really helped out a lot of these series and just the sport in general getting involved at uh, the level of video production that they're in. You know, they do a lot of amateur spotlights, track previews. Um, those dudes, I think, are, are doing a, a really good job um, and they support Wee heavily. And uh, it's just cool. It's good. Um, you should come up. You're close enough to come to one of the events. But the, uh, they take a break during June and, and start racing again in July. And some of the Colorado races are the best there are. So. Well, if you're going to be up there uh, around July 4th, or July, yeah, around July 4th, I may go head up there and go see you. Maybe we can get the family on board. I don't know what that takes. But that is a conversation for offline. We really appreciate you being on the show, man. It has been a ton of fun. I agree. Weeby Racing is definitely something that everybody should check out. We've had uh, Cody Schaefer on, and unfortunately, yeah. we haven't had enough of those guys on, so we need to do that more right. often. So. Again, thank you guys for, for talking to me, for exploring Meta, for subscribing. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, all the fun things that we have planned out down the road. And uh, we'll talk again soon. And you guys have a killer night. Love it. Thanks, dude. Have fun out there. And tell your wife I'm not too mad at you for having hot chicks in the magazine. Right. Done deal. <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Andrew Campo, it's been awesome having him on the show. We've talked to him so many times, but unfortunately we just never had him on the show. We've had Wes Williams on, so it's really cool that he was able to come on the show. Um, we've got to move things along. We're running a little bit behind, and unfortunately we just found out Steven's going to have to run out. So we're going to talk with Jared about the funky chicken, and then we're going to talk to Eric Kudla about him heading east for a little bit. So, but fly racing. We cannot ignore the fine people that help us support this uh, effort as we support the sport of off-road racing, fly racing. Please go check them out, flyracing.com. It is getting closer into the summertime, and because of that, it's going to get hot. And I say if there's anything you should do, kinetic kinetic gear. Man, I sound like an idiot. Holy shit. There we go. Uh, So what you need to do is you need to make sure you go to flyracing.com and check out the kinetic mesh gear. With that, you're going to be able to keep cool during the summer and what i like it's not just a mesh uh, shirt it's mesh pants as well so when you stand up your junk feels really nice i'd imagine your lady junk would feel good too if you were a lady uh i just can't speak to that right now my junk is huge and swollen so it's unfortunate but we'll just go with it all right so flyration.com please go check them out make sure you support them uh and say thank you to them for supporting us all right so jared are you there I'm here, Brian. Woohoo! Well, we're not getting your video, so if there's a chance that you've got a little button to push to get your video to us, we would love to have it. Because we know that you uh, took a shower, washed your hair, got all purdy. 
Video is should be on, Brian, but it's I could see you, but you can't see me, huh? All right, well that's okay. We know what we're doing here. We can figure this out, Stephen. You want to go out there and find a couple things from the Funky Chicken? It's the Funky Chicken uh, National Hair Scramble. As we talk about this here race, um, we'll be able to bring that up and talk about it. But so. One of the things that's been going on, we've noticed that we've had more and more, uh, I'd say one-off events, big events that have come up, things we found out about with Big Sky last year, the Desert 100 from our buddy Tom in the chat room, little things, uh, bigger races like that. And, we, of course, now we found out about races like the Funky Chicken um, and then Last Dog Standing, which has been, I think it's like its third or fourth year. So we wanted to talk to these uh, promoters. as That way we could, we could find out more about these races here on Seat Time to then be able to have a different avenue for them to talk to potential um, riders that could go out and take part in their event. So before we get too into it, Jared, tell us the name Funky Chicken, where it came from, and what the date is of the upcoming event. All right. Well, thanks, first of all, for having me on here, Brian. Um, the Funky Chicken, um, that name came up about 14 years ago, and I'm not sure of its origin. A guy, uh, a club member named Case Allen dreamt it up, and it just kind of stuck. But it's always been uh, at the Big K Guest Ranch, which is this private land ranch with the, the beautiful Umpqua River surrounds it, and it's it's awesome terrain. There's forests, there's pasture land, a lot of vertical uh, up and down throughout the course. It's just uh, it's a perfect place to have an off road race, and so. Uh, this year, Motorsport.com, you, you guys were just talking about him, how they're stepping up things all over the place. And yeah. they, they've been kind of knocking on our door for a few years to be the sponsor. And uh, as soon as we knew that we were going to have it again this year, then uh, um, another guy named Jared from Motorsport.com got a hold of us and said they, they want in. So Awesome. Um, yeah, and they really have stepped it up, too, uh, as far as being a sponsor. They're... they're um, very you know generous and they want to make it a bigger event than it's ever been every year it grows um it's always oh let's see i'm not sure the beginning but it's been a part of the national ama hair scramble series for uh 10 years at least and that series kind of fluctuates between five to seven races every year but this year it's nine so it's growing and uh it's just uh, our, our race, it seems like, is, is the one that nobody wants to miss out of the series because most of the other uh, races in the series are desert, down south, um, and, and this is just different terrain. It's, yeah. it's true, true woods, single track riding, so everybody digs it. Very cool. Yeah, no, it totally, it sounds awesome. And the picture that you guys have on your website, I know it's it's a little hard to see what we're trying to showcase here, but we do have the website up, and Steven's kind of scrolling through it for those of you guys who are uh, watching live right now. Uh, again, if you're only on audio, this is where you miss out on all the fun stuff. So um, what's the date there, Steven? What do you see? Is that the 14th and 15th? Is it the, or is it the 7th? It's refreshing. Oh, my God. Oh, where are we going? The big gay... Guest Ranch. What's the date you have, yeah. Jared? It, it's Father's Day weekend this year, June 14th, 15th. All right, so the weekend so, after X Games. Dig it. Yeah, and it, uh, this year, this uh, year Father's Day weekend, is always seems like the best weekend to have the event. 
We've had them on Memorial Day weekend before, and it was a, it was a muddy slop fest. Though people still loved it, it was it was uh, lots of attrition. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, last year we had to have it uh, just because of conflicts with dates and things. We had it on more of the Fourth of July, pushing it later into the summer, and it was pretty dusty and dry. But um, Father's Day weekend, all the grass on the pasture is still green, and uh, there's still good tacky traction in the in the forests and um, Father's Day weekend just seems to be the best weekend for turnout too, because uh, fathers get to do what they want to do. Right? <laughs> I want to go race my dirt bike. Okay, yeah. take off. <laughs> I love it. I would love yeah. to be able to to say that, but unfortunately, uh, as we've talked about multiple times, we've, I've just had our third child. Well, I, I didn't have it, but we, as in my wife and family, have now had our third baby. So me, unfortunately, flying across the country to go to some random races uh, is going to happen a lot less. <laughs> uh, so, But that's okay. There are people that are going to be able to do that kind of stuff, and this is a, a chance for us to get them more information about races like this so that they can get more interest um, and, and head out there. So obviously we found the website. It's for the ETRA. Um, and and what, is, what, are the, what does that stand for? What is y'all's um, your our, uh... club? Yeah, I wish I knew. No, it's uh, it's the Emerald Trail Riders Association. Okay, cool. Oh, there we go. Etra.net slash funkychicken.html if anybody wants to go find the website. I know uh, Stephen had to do a little bit of searching for that. But uh, it looks like there's tons of information here. So we're all looking at June 14th to 15th. There's stuff about the Big K Ranch in case you're looking for a place to stay. Now, Elkton, Oregon. Where in Oregon is that? You said that they had some really good wood riding. Um, I've noticed as well that you guys have some cool pictures of different features. So kind of tell us how the course is laid out, like what a racer is going to expect when they come and, and, and do this event. Okay, well, we, on uh, where everybody camps and stages is where the start and the scoring shoot is, and it's this huge, uh, I don't know, 40-acre pasture up on top of this this oh that's about 800 feet up higher than the river wow and then so the, so the start is there everybody it's a clear clear line of sight everybody sees the start we usually have three to four hundred racers and so uh, it's pretty awesome start they start off in one minute class intervals and um they take off from there and, and we kind of try to separate them out before they hit the single track in the woods so they do about a half quarter mile of a grass track that's just ribboned off. We go through 40,000 feet of ribbon every year just to lay out an awesome grass track for spectators to see and and so that the the racers can get uh, in their positions before they go into the single track in the woods. But the, it's still pretty crowded. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so the, throughout the course, there's uh, they drop through these woods sections, hill climbs, out into open passing pastures, and then back into the woods, uh, up on top of ridges, down into valleys. The the awesome part about the Big K Ranch is is uh, the landowners kind of give us free reign. We um, we we respect their property, you know, when we lay out the course. But they also, you know, they respect us as a club to uh, to put on an event that that isn't going to impact their land too much right. and we try to mitigate that as much as we can so it's a very uh, mutual uh, relationship with them and so being motorcycle riders in, a, in our club uh, we just 
we really love laying out awesome course. Every year it's a different course. And um, it comes back to the hill eventually. A lot of times we'll halfway through the loop, about a 14-mile loop, we'll come back to the hill so that spectators and everybody up on top can can see where the race, where the lap is happening, you know, what's going on with the positions of the racers. And then they go back out into the woods and come back for the, for the, um, the checkpoint. So with the 14-mile course and, and the layout of the Hair Scrambles um, event, they usually do about five laps, and then they're pretty much done, three, three and a half hours. And so, uh, oh, as far as layout goes, there, we have... We we have this uh, pretty famous road jump that this uh, very photogenic uh, jump that um, we've run up and down. Uh, this year we're running up it again, and we were able to uh, uh, get our original jump back, which is a lot more popular. Last year we had to change it, um, and we went up another section of the hill, but um, now we're back to the original jump. It's um, It just jumps a road, but we have a little ramp off of it, and then it lands uh, higher up on a hillside. So it's doable, but it's also pretty spectacular. Yeah. It looks big. Yeah. I found a picture that I just posted in the chat room on Dirt Rider. Uh, it's a picture of Ross Neely from last year doing it, and, man, it looks big. But it looks like one of those things where you can you come from the bottom and you just haul the mail up this hill, and then you just hit this launch, this kicker, and just shoot up the hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite a hill climb before you even get to the jump. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, man. I, I think I could totally wuss out on that like nobody's business. Well, I don't know. You're saying you're saying that your uh, your junk is kind of swollen. Maybe you could probably do it it's right true. now. If if uh, yeah. if if my brain would have listened to the size of my balls right now, I would be doing a lot more stupid yeah. shit. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Though I know that Rory Sullivan has won this thing a, a couple times, and that guy's a character. So I would imagine that you probably have at least met him, maybe hung out with him a couple times. Um, do you have any highlighted moments of how awesome Rory Sullivan is? Oh yeah, well every time he comes there, it's it's pretty awesome. There's always <laughs> lots of talent, you know. It, and uh, you know, one year he got um, he got second, um, and and Brian Garahan for many years, three or four years in a row, um, just dominated it. And um, but there's this one year. Let's see. The, the last time Brian won, he crashed the last couple of years and just uh, had bad luck. But um, one year, Rory won second place on a flat tire. His whole last lap was wow. a, a front flat. That was pretty cool. And, um, oh, the one year that he passed Corey Grafunder, um, he had borrowed his dad's uh, EXC5, uh, oh, the 500 when it came out, the KTM 500, and and Corey was used to uh, Rory riding his uh, Kawasaki, real loud as thunder, and um, uh, Rory just passed him because he had borrowed his dad's stock 500 bike, and then uh, so he won that year, and uh, Corey got second. Huh. But uh, yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude. I got to meet him at the at the Big Sky. Uh, this past mm -hmm. year, and man, it was awesome. I kept wanting to call him Raleigh. I don't know why, but it just kept coming out. Maybe it was all the beer that I drank. Hmm. 
It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> well, Roy's a real humble guy, and uh, he's always good at uh, interview at the podium. Um, just real mellow, but he he rides like the devil for sure. Yeah, uh, you got that right. Okay, so if people were to go to the website, they're going to etra dot net slash funkychicken dot html. That's where people can go to learn more about this site. But they, wh- what are the good parts about them being able to sign up? So they just can they sign up online for this event? Can they follow you guys on Facebook to learn more information? What are some of the ways for for people out there to do that? Yeah, this year um, we're really. Uh, I think because of demand, we're stepping up the promotion, and um, and motorsport.com has helped us out with that. But we're also um, pretty new to Facebook, but we do have a Facebook site, and we're doing the Twitter and the Instagram for those twiddlers out there that want to do that. Ooh, the um, twiddlers, I like that. <laughs> Funky Chicken Nat is is the Twitter and Instagram uh, moniker that you put in, and. The uh, Facebook page is it's uh, it's got a long name, but just click on our link on the uh, Emerald Trail Riders site, yep. and that'll take you to it. Okay, yeah, we see it. And you guys, you see yeah. it on Instagram as well. Yeah, Ooh. and that's just taken off. It's a little slow. Um, um, I'm too busy to <laughs> to put a lot of attention into it. Yeah, no but, worries. Uh, it's kind of, we're kind of letting it take off on its own. Um. That's where you can post cool pictures of Rory, because I'm sure yeah. he's got fun pictures of himself racing, and you can just put them up, probably a couple thumbs up, maybe a couple of the muscle pictures, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure he's got all kinds of good stuff. Everybody loves that guy, so why not? You know, take advantage of your past winner, right? Yeah, I think. Um, other, other, uh, we're gonna try something different this year too. We're gonna throw into the course. It's called an escargot, and do you know what that is, Brian? You ever heard of that? Wait, say that again. It's an escargot, which is oh yeah, the uh, the corkscrew kind of deal, right? Yeah, we're gonna try that somewhere up on the hill. Um, we also have a, a log matrix that uh, is fun for the spectators, and uh, most of the riders have fun um, uh, crossing it, and some of them don't. But it's fun for <laughs> right? spectators. Um, it's just a little. Uh, a little log matrix section that's it's kind of uh, adds something to it. Uh, We've got real time scoring, you know, so there's a display that we'll have at the uh, uh, motorsport um, area there, uh, up at the top of the hill, and you can see actually how the how the scoring is going, right, you know, in real time, and the racers can see it as well as they come into the checkpoint. That's pretty cool. A lot of the racers really like that, so they know where they stand. When they're getting checked uh, each lap, they know if they're in first, second, or third, or, or worse. Right. So that's cool. cool. Well, um, I know it's tough for a lot of people to try to plan to make trips, you know, across the country, especially Oregon. I remember when we were going to Montana, we were trying to talk. We were talking to different people. Hey, can you need to come to Big Sky? You're like, oh my God, it's in Montana. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's not. Um, it, it's a planned trip. So I can imagine with people going to the Big K Ranch and things like that, and they're staying there, they want to come to this race, that they can make a big, huge family trip out of it. Um, so is there how much – I would imagine that this race has an awesome family atmosphere and that there's all kinds of reasons for people to make this trip and that 
if if someone were to bring their fa- entire family, you know, to this race in Oregon, that they would not only the racers would have a great time, but the families would have a great time, and they get all the family togetherness out of it, and they really get what you know motorcycle racing and riding is all about is just being together with your family and uh, brapping around and having a good time, right? Yeah. Um the the camping here is is great. It's this this big pasture everybody uh tons of RVs show up and um the big K they they cater the things so there's breakfast, lunch and dinner, um awesome ribs, burgers and breakfast um all weekend long. People can start showing up on Friday, camp out. There's four races total on Saturday for the youth and the sea riders. And then Sunday is the big day with the A and B and pro riders. So it's a weekend full of, of uh, fun. And um, it is a big family thing. We all bring our, you know, when our club shows up in mass to, to, to make this event happen, it's kind of our one big event of the year. And so it's uh, it's definitely a family thing. Um, tons cool. of our, our RV camping. And the Big K also has about 20 cabins that um, may or may not be sold out at this point. I don't know yet. But, um, but also look into that. If you can grab one of those cabins, that's pretty sweet because they have a really nice lodge and cabin set up right on the, on the river at the end of the property. Uh, it's just a beautiful place. Well, I think I know that I'm going to talk to my wife for next year. It's probably not going to work out for this year and see if we can drag the whole family across because this sounds like a really cool place. And I know since Big Sky's not around, when I went last year, this was definitely a place I wanted to in the future to take my wife to that event. Um, and they said that they're probably going to be back around, but I think this sounds like um, one heck of an event. I, I like these kind of northwestern events, um, being having gone to Boise, Idaho, and raced uh, up there at the Idaho City 100 uh, for the qualifier, having done the Big Sky, and now hopefully uh, a chance to make it to something like this, like the Funky Chicken. Um, these sound like the kind of races that, having grown up in Louisiana with pine trees and wishing we had mountains and rocks, that I would want to go out there and do. So you've got me sold. Oh, I just need to sell the wife and find a way for us to, uh, to, to fund the, all five of us making it up there next year. <laughs> Yeah, there's a a reason why we're still in in the series. Most of it, like I said, is in in California, Nevada, and um, it's because people keep coming back. And it's that awesome. Most of those racers just uh, they come back year after year, and then uh, we're a big part of the the Oregon Motorcycle Riders Association (OMRA). We're a big part of their cross country series too. So so all of those points chasers. Also, uh, they never miss the funky chicken. Right. So, all right. Well, there you have it, guys. Don't miss the funky chicken, as Jared said. I think that that's 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 it. That should be a show title. Don't miss the funky chicken. What do you think, Stephen? That's not too bad, huh? All right. We'll take notes on that one and see how it goes. Well, Jared, um, we really appreciate your time. Again, uh, it, it's come to our attention we have to move the show along because steven has some stuff he has to run to at his house uh it's it's unfortunate but it's quite true um we really really appreciate you one you guys getting out in touch with us so that we could uh so we could learn more about your event and that our listeners and viewers could learn more about your event um and just we really appreciate you guys paying attention to seat time uh more than anything else and that you guys uh reached out to us so thank you for coming on the show and uh sharing all of your funky chicken knowledge and how we can learn more about the event. Thank you, Brian. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, did you have fun pouring concrete today? 
<laughs> it's always fun. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about that too because I need to learn how to pour concrete. But we can do that offline, yeah. right? <laughs> Thanks a lot. Absolutely, Jerry. We really, really appreciate it, and we'll talk soon. Okay. All righty. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. Yeah. All right. So on to the next one. Of course, huge, huge support from for Seat Time is uh, Stillwell Performance. Um, if you guys have any any questions about suspension on your bikes, possibly items that you might need to purchase. And I say need to purchase because that's what you should do. You should go to their website and educate yourself. L- read through some of their tutorials. Read through some of their through some of the things that they talk about on what you why you possibly could need to have different suspension work done to your bike. That's what I want you to do. I want you to go educate yourself. Get in touch with them. Contact them. Ask them questions and they can get you answers to that kind of stuff and really tell you what you might need. How to get better suspension on your bike. So through that, stillwellperformance.com, email them, call them, reach out and be like, seat time. They said that we should reach out to you guys and we should find out more. That's what we want to do. So, but you have to say, if there was one product that I should say, yes, you should buy it, it is absolutely the adjustable linkage guard that they have. That thing is sexy. It has saved my ass from going over the handlebars, from getting caught on stuff. It is definitely, definitely worth uh, your your fine American dollars in purchasing. Um, I wish we had a discount code for you. If we do ever get one, don't worry, I will. But I have a sneaking feeling if you call up there and say, hey, Seat Time said there should be a discount. Can I get one? They could probably talk them into it. So that should happen. All right. So thank you, Stillwell Performance, for your support of Seat Time. Everyone, please go check them out at stillwellperformance.com. Com, com, com. All right. On to our final and last guest for the evening, Mr. Eric Kula. What is going on, dude? Hey, hey, hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good, because I don't know. I have like three of these headphones, and half of them don't work. So, <laughs> these I, But works. I got the headphones this time. I got the headphones this time, so we, we're all set up. These work. I like so, it. I like it. Well, you've been in the yeah, chat yeah. room the whole time watching the show. How has it been? Has it been horrible? It's been great. Uh, I actually got uh, the Reed Meta. I got both of them coming whenever they come or whatever. Uh, very exciting. They have a big, fat book. With to hot, look at with some hot chicks with, and hot dirt bikers. With hot chicks, I guess, but like <laughs> lots of dirt bikes. Got the Kirkuselli thing. It's just, it's nice. That's what we were talking about. Cycle news. Like, it's cool that it's still around, but it's nice to pick one up and look at it and go, "Hey, look, I used to be in it a long time ago." And I mean, <laughs> Back once in the, the day. once the week, yeah, exactly. Once the week passes, you know, you don't look go back and look at it really. Um, so having an actual physical thing is awesome. Yeah, really cool. I'm I'm excited. It's it's. It's going to be – I'm not just excited that I have this, that I have – ooh, I have subscription one of Meta. But what I'm really excited is to see how it evolves because I think that's yeah. the one thing that he talked about a lot with strategy. And you know that it doesn't end here for them. Um, it's going to end yeah. – it, it's going. It's not going to end. It's going to keep progressing and become something else. And I, that's what I, I, I'm interested in. Yeah. In, uh, they need that. to have cut out like origami in it ooh, and like – Little pop-up different. pictures of Woody. Oh yeah, I was gonna say a seat time thing, like a mustache that you put in your nose, a little cutout thing. A little mustache. <gasps> Just like the Beatles. You ever see that? I did, Eric. You are on to yeah. something, my friend. I will text yeah. we- uh, Wes and Andrew afterwards. Yeah, with that nice paper they got. You could do all kinds of stuff. Oh, you um, cannot wipe your butt with it because it is too stiff. It's besides, too nice for butt wiping. Um, and then the funky chicken guy, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm really looking forward, um, to that event. I can't go. I'm going to be, uh, in, on the Midwest, but, uh, I actually helped promote the AMA Western Hair Scramble series, 
uh, through Facebook and through a lot of the other stuff because um, I hosted round three or round four of the series this year. So very um, cool. So that's very exciting. And that's that, with your that, GXE, that I, is that correct? Yeah, GXE right there. Bam. But uh, but uh, that's really exciting that they, that it, you know they weren't going to host it this year, and then everybody kind of. You know, you guys need to come back. You need to come back, and, and they made it happen with the Big K Ranch and uh, a real, real hair scramble. Uh, you know, that's what that event is. It's a real hair scramble, not these GP ones that they've been hosting uh, about half the season. Huh. So Very it's cool. really cool to have that. It's really cool to have that happening. So hopefully, it comes back next year, and my plans of trying to talk my wife yeah. into it can make that work. Exactly, and I'm going to be there next year if I if, if everything goes well. So and we can high five it out. Always. Chink. Well, uh, we were talking about progression. And how things are going to evolve, and uh, yeah. that is one of the reasons why we were, you and I have been chatting about this past couple of weeks, and it was like, yes, we should talk about this on Sea Time. So you are a large promoter of a lot of racing that goes on on the West Coast, off-road specific racing, and you yeah. are getting ready to travel to the East Coast to partake in a lot of different types of events and talk to a lot of different types of people to try to. And I'm obviously paraphrasing a lot. I'll let you get there, but to try to bring that knowledge back to the West to then make better events. So yeah. break that down in a little bit more better okay. Eric Kudla knowledge, so we actually have real okay. idea of what's going on. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I have my own racing series, Get Extreme. Um, it's a six-race series on the West Coast. Team races, a bunch of other stuff. Um, then I also run the AMA National Youth Hair and Hound Championship. I score the AMA National Hair and Hound Championship. I organize the AMA Western Enduro Championship. Um, I'm helping promote the AMA Western Hair Scramble Championship. And then I try to race sometimes, too. Um, <laughs> oh, I also work the uh, King of the Motos, and I score the Baja Rally. So Ooh. I'm involved in all of this stuff. And you know, and, and some people say, oh, you're doing too much. It, it's worrying people. I, I don't know what the deal is, but, but uh, you know, the way I look at it is, is to make it a 40 hour, 40 hour a week job, you have to do it 40 hours a week. So, um, and I end up doing it 80 hours a week a lot of the times. But, uh, and you don't get so, paid overtime, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I get paid less than I've ever gotten at any job in my whole life. But it's, and I said, hey, you guys I'm are both come gingers out. Like, too. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Exactly. We need to come up with a little nickname for that, the, like the, yeah. the two gingers meet or something. Yeah. Well, when he's doing GNCC, it's Ginger Night Live. When he's doing that on the radio. And so we're going to come up with something else for me. But, um, so, so I was talking to him and I said, Hey, I should do sweep for you guys. That would be fun. And he's like, Actually, you know what? We need a person during the pro race because I'm on the camera. And so I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to meet with his bosses. I don't know if Davey Coombs is directly involved in that anymore, but there's another race director I don't know yet. Yeah, probably, meet- probably Carrie Coombs. Or uh, whatever another, another, maiden or non maiden name is now. Yeah, a, a bunch of coons, Russell. Just Carrie Russell. Yeah. Oh, so another famous family, of course. Um, but uh, so I'm gonna meet with them, and then I'm gonna race the the uh, sportsman race. Um, my new goal is not to stop and talk to the to the camera crew, um, and because of, because of, you know check in and go my hand takes. Oh my god, whatever. my baby hands. <laughs> and then and then. Um, and then I'm going to turn around, give KR4 back their bike, hop on Jared Bolton's bike, and uh, put a vest on and run sweet during the pro race. Awesome. Um, so, so that I can see what they do to, to set up a race, um, see what, how it is while you're running the race, and then see how it is actually working the race. Um, 
So I'm going to meet with Alan Rant. He's already, you know, from the National Enduro. So like Friday before that, because uh, I've already talked with him about good ways to work with clubs, because that's one of our things with the National Hair and Hounds is that we have to work alongside the clubs. Right. And we want it to be a professionally run event, but we want it to be their event still. So we don't want to step on their toes and say, you're screwing up this and you're screwing up that and fix this and, and, but we're just going to watch and make sure you do it right. Yeah. You know, we want to, we want to work alongside. Exactly. You guys need to not, you, yeah. And so we're going to, uh, the fun, one thing he told me was instead of telling clubs what to do, you help them do it. You say, hey, let's go set up the pits. Let's go set up the start. Instead of this is how the pits need to be, this is how the start needs to be. So already he's given me a huge amount of information just with that amount. And then, uh, you know, I'm talking with Auntie Cullinan from KTM about some things that we could do to improve the National Hair and Hound Series. Because um, I think we've kind of hit a kind of a ceiling. And we got we got to go to the next step to we've gotten as far as we can with our organization right now, the way it's set up. We need to move it into the future, learn from GNCC, learn from National Enduros. And because, I mean, those are the biggest races in the whole United States. And why aren't we also? It makes no sense. We're the only desert racing in the United States. It should be just as big, really. And we have, I mean, just in L.A. County alone, we have 14 million people. Yeah. And we get maybe 300 to a race. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, we just got to get to the next level. And I think the best way is participating, uh, learning from them, and, you know, taking in all that I can to actually grow all these, all the Western series that I'm involved in. So. Man, that's an interesting topic that you just brought up, though. Is that why would X series on the East Coast, you know, carry so much more weight than X series on the West Coast? You don't even you don't even have to say GNCC versus here and now. Honestly, that's a because there are just as many people that should be attending these races, yeah. um, but they're not. And so, is yeah. is it? I mean, I, I immediately go to like a like a a cultural thing, um, you know, on the West Coast. Is there more to do culturally for people, um, or yeah. just, is there more to do that that separates the where I the think, amount of people would wind up focusing their attention? Yeah, I think that's definitely uh, one of the things. But I mean, we have just as many people that sell that are on dirt bikes. I mean, we have we have big OHV areas. We have open right. You guys don't have open riding. Nope. Maybe in Texas. Nope. But, it's all private. <laughs> nope. But yeah, we have open riding areas. We have. Hundreds of thousands of people that go riding every single weekend, and there, there's just there's some reason. I think that might be why they're not racing, is because on the East Coast it's either race or sit in an OHV park, and and that's I know that's why Europe is the way it is because there isn't open riding. You race or that's it, and so I think that might be why we have we have so many different ways to recreate on motorcycles and do donuts and camp on quads instead of actually going out and racing. So, so I mean, Love I think it. that's what it really is, and, and we need to figure out a way to show these people, because a lot of people go, you guys race? You're crazy. Well, I think racing is way safer than playwriting. My worst injuries are playwriting, for yep. sure, because um, there's danger arrows. Everybody's going in the same direction. There's an ambulance. There's sweet behind you. You know, there's arrows marking you on the best trail through this valley or the coolest trail through this valley, and... You know, you would you would think that people would want to race, but I think there's this, you know, and maybe everybody likes to surf over here. I don't know, who knows. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I don't know. That it's an interesting topic. Uh, as I was saying earlier, unfortunately, it's one of those things we just, you know, typically on Sea Time, we will dive into anything, and we don't, we don't want to have the longest show ever. But you know, we like talking about that kind of stuff. It's just like the worst show ever to talk about this. So, here is what I say to you. I know we have to. I know we're, we want to talk a little bit about your fun loot that you've got going on and stuff like that. But when you get done with this trip, we're going to have you back on. And not only can we then talk about what we think might be the problems and how we could help it, but then now we could talk. At that point, we could talk about what you've learned and how we can solutions. even, yeah, solutions yeah. and stuff like that. And then it's kind of we could treat it as like a brainstorming session. Uh, maybe we yeah. could get people from the chat room involved, get you know other kinds of things, and that way we can really th- try to think about it on a little bit more of a global scale. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say seat times global, but <laughs> a larger <laughs> scale. <laughs> yeah, definitely larger than just don't want to don't want to blow. Uh, so, yeah, th- than our mustaches. Yeah, yeah. So just to be real quick, then I'm raising money um, for the GXC to GN. NCC deal um, on Fundly.com. If you could post that, you I don't know. I sent you a link. Nope, I'm on um, it. I'm on it right now. Yeah, do it to it. Um, so go there, donate some money. I'm poor, like I said, I don't make money doing this. I my parents spend most of their money, and it's my mom's birthday today too. So you got to wish her a happy birthday. We're gonna, she's waiting right here to go to dinner right after this. Nice. Anyways, um, so so you know they really back all of this. I'm. Like I said, I live on the couch. I live at, you know, out of my van. I don't, I just go to the races and put on races all day long. Um, so the money is just, I, I don't have money to do it really. I mean, I have money to cover it, but it's not mine. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to raise money to do this, uh, and pay back people that have loaned me money to do it and make it happen. And, uh, all the money goes towards promoting Western off-road and growing Western off-road, learning what they're doing on the East Coast that makes it so different. And yeah, <laughs> that's not me. Trust me. Anyway, we're just listening to you, Steve. Yeah, I gotta I get, love it. I, I, I was waiting to hear how stupid I sound. I was, <laughs> Don't worry, nowhere near as bad as I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so just go to the link that you posted. Hope it's somewhere on there, somewhere. Go to that link. You guys can donate five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, whatever. Um, that'll help. Uh, like I said, KR4 Performance hooking me up with KTM 300, uh, riding with Moose Gear, doing all this jazz. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna have a lot of cool. fun meeting up with Jared Bolton. I'm not up gonna with, show uh, everybody my um, numbers, but here is my credit card that I am getting ready to type in my donation. I okay. think hopefully I've yeah. covered up all the all the pertinent yeah, information. But I can see you. <laughs> I can see you and tell you're not doing it. That's what. It's well, like. I gotta talk to these people too. <laughs> Uh, you gotta go to dinner with your mom, but you're gonna be at the dinner and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, this motherfucker just donated a thousand dollars!" What? I'm I not. Wish. But I'm not. Because <laughs> if I could, well, I would pay off the seat time credit card first. <laughs> that'll pay for my mom's birthday dinner. That'll yes. be good. Well, we anyway, could, we could sing her happy so, birthday if you want. Uh, she won't hear it. I have these headphones on. Remember? That's true. Suck. Yeah. yeah. Well, just sing it in in uh, at uh, at heart or in memory or oh, whatever. Sing it you to yourself. Don't yeah, worry. like that. Well, uh, before you, you were part of our very good dirt tricks, uh, single piece, my hands touch. I mean, they're all made by hand. Every single one is made out of their, they just bought a new, uh, laser thing, CNC deal. Scientific. Every, every single thing that they make, they make. It's not, it's not outsourced. It's nothing. They, they do all that stuff. American. Um, as far as I know. Which is which is really really cool, and they make the ones for NSR, and they make a couple other things for different companies. So, 
it's really Dirt Tricks is a really, really, really great company, and they're one of the few sponsors. You know, you get sponsored by an air filter company, like, yeah, I like this air filter, but but Dirt Tricks is a real deal, really, really, really good product, like Fasco or, or Flex Bars and Bulletproof Design Radiator Guards. Those things are like real deal products, just like Dirt Tricks, real deal. I love it. Cool. Well, no, uh, I, I'm very, very psyched to be teamed up with those guys, and that's one of the things that I like about being able to work with people with Sea Time is I can choose to have the right people on the show to sponsor us because not only are they helping part, I think it's more of a partnership. They're helping us get the word out about their, our show while we're helping them get the word out about their products. And we only work with people that have awesome products that we want to support, you know, just like Fly Racing, just like Stowell Performance, just like Fast Company and Dirt Tricks. So dirttricks.com, please go check them out. Nate Delaney, you can email him off the website and be like, Heard about you guys on Seat Time. Tell me how cool you are, and I promise you, you will get an email back that tells you how cool they are, um, and their products are awesome. Uh, go check them out, and I can tell you I've already got some hours on my sprockets, and we'll keep putting more on there, and I don't know when we're going to stop putting hours on them. <laughs> All right, yeah. so you're funly. When are you guys leaving? Uh, in, in, oh, yeah, we want you to make West Coast Racing awesome. Yeah, I'm leaving Thursday, uh, but your buddy needs to leave, so we need to get out of here quick. I know. So I just want to give a shout out to Night Demon, my friend's band. They're in, they're in, uh, they're in Europe right now on a seven week tour um, for. Uh, they're like a new wave of British heavy metal band, kind of old school metal, Iron Maiden kind of Merciful Fate style. And uh, they're just buddies of mine. I help drive them to the airport. Anyway, your guy needs to get out. Funly dot com slash gxc to gncc uh i'll make a video i'll come back tell you everything i learned and uh it's gonna be awesome i'm really excited i love it well one thank you good luck and i'm glad that you wanted to share everything on seat time hopefully we can get you some more support um some of the fantastic fans and viewers of seat time could check it out and give you some of that support um yes what was the name of the band Night Demon. Night Demon. Night Demon. All right. Steven yeah. is going to search it and listen to it on the way home. I'm sure of it. And he's going to tell me about it. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. It's at work. And it's going to be awesome. I'll people send you like, a link. That's even easier. I don't have to search for shit. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, thank you very much. We'll close out the show. But you go have a happy birthday dinner with your mother. Make sure you give her a high oh, yeah. five from us here at Seat Time. And thank you for your support of the show. It's been great having you, not just on as a guest, your brother on as a guest. But you guys always correct us when we're wrong. Help us out when we need help. Um, and so we just appreciate you guys paying attention to us and uh, helping us out and getting things straight. Awesome. Uh, one of these days we're going to have to hang out and have a beer in person. I agree. So no, 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 no more of these virtual beers. <laughs> I know. I know. We got a, uh, real high fives. All right. So uh, thanks for your support of Off-Road and all that stuff. And you got to let your guy get out of here. So. Okay. All right. You take <laughs> off and we'll get this shit wrapped up. So seat time. Episode 129, please go check out everyone that we talked about because if you haven't noticed, everyone is a huge supporter of not just off-road racing, but the industry in itself. We cannot keep going if people just want to get bro deals and not pay for anything. And I'm not telling you to go spend all your money, but just go pay attention and put your money in the right people to make sure that the people that are supporting the, the sport are the people that you are supporting. So Seat Time, you can find us at seattime.co is our website. Of course, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Seat Time. We are on Twitter, at Seat Time underscore CO is our Twitter handle. If you want to find us on Instagram, it's just Seat Time, one word. 
Um, again, if you can find us on YouTube, you can subscribe to us that way when these uh, live events go live or when we update new videos that we put up. Stitcher and iTunes are the easiest way for you to get subscriptions to the audio podcast when that gets updated, typically about Wednesday morning uh, or whenever I can get to it Wednesday at lunch. Always a good time. So this has been Seat Time. I think we've talked about some really cool stuff. Read Meta. Go check it out. Um, this is a coffee table book you will never, ever leave um, from your coffee table. And it's not just a coffee table book. It's a great piece of literature. Literature. And, uh, of course, the Funky Chicken. Everybody go check out the Funky Chicken. It's going to be a good race. I know it sounds awesome and that you want to go. And, of course, please go help Eric Kudla uh, make West Coast racing uh, better in his eyes. Um, obviously, he thinks that some things need to happen. He's making a big trip to make this happen. So go support him in that. I think you should do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching Seat Time. We really, really appreciate you being here with us. And uh, remember, always enjoy a pint full of awesome. We will see you guys next week. And we're taking ideas for how we can make the summer shows a little bit shorter but more fun. So hit us up about it. We love you. Peace.